Oh, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. This is 476 Barbary, right? Yeah, I'm renting this place. No, I booked it a month ago. Are you sure you have the right place? Yeah. Who am I supposed to do? Why don't you come inside and we'll call these idiots. Welcome to John's Mostly Movie Podcast. I'm your host, John. Joining me today is Nick Edwards. Hello. And we're going to be talking about Barbarian, now streaming on HBO Max by Zach Krieger. Nick, did you know that he's from The Whitest Kids You Know? Not until looking it up after. Yeah, I, that threw me off. And coming from that to here, we'll talk about it. Uh, but before... Beforced? I'm not going to cut that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it. But before... Nick, happy Halloween. You too. Happy Halloween. Uh, spooky season is upon us. And for me, Barbarian, I think this is my spooky movie of the year. This is the one that I'm like, okay, if I was to choose a spooky movie to watch on Halloween, that might have come out the same year. I think like if in my John Spooky Movie Festival, this is the closing night movie. Um, I really enjoyed it, and I'm excited to talk to you about it. What about you? Like, did you have any expectations going into this, or any just? I was told to go in blind, so I had almost no idea what was going on. Yeah, I agree. It was probably the best way to watch the movie. So, if you have not seen Barbarian, really quickly, this is your spoiler alert. Go watch it. It's on HBO Max. Uh, but if you had, buckle up. We're we're gonna talk about it. Um, so, like I said, Barbarian, directed by Zach Krieger, starting starring Georgina Campbell, Bill Skarsgård, and Justin Long. Yeah, uh, well, first off, this is probably one of the the biggest spoiler alerts we've ever had. Because it is very very important that you don't know anything about this movie going in. Yeah, I I think just we're gonna re. We're going to hammer that home. You honestly don't even go and watch a trailer. I was hesitant to put even put anything in at the beginning. Like I was curious because I didn't watch the trailer. So after seeing the movie and seeing the trailer, I was like, okay. And so I just picked like the first bit because after that, it's like, I don't want to know anything else. Even like with the trailer, I, I'd be fine with not. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and you give your first impression here. I absolutely love it. It, The one thing that stuck with me, and I saw it twice, I saw it on my own and then somehow convinced Becky to watch it, who also loved it. And the thing about it is the pacing is gorgeous. It knows, it, it knows what it is, but you don't know what it is, and it uses that to its advantage. The first 45 minutes could either be a beautiful rom-com if you cut a couple bits here and there. But it's also the most terrifying thing. And there's no jump scares, nothing. It is all pure situational and great. It's, like, it's more story-driven. Like, the dialogue and everything, like, just complements it. And Georgina Campbell and uh, Bill Skarsgård are fantastic. They play Tess and Keith. And the dynamic of these two going from her coming to the house noticing that she can't get in discovering that the airbnb she's booked is already taken by someone else who also booked it they both have confirmations that they are supposed to be there at that time and from there it's the middle of the night and 
all the red flags are in front of her to maybe she should just drive and go get a hotel. But yet she continues down the path of let me figure this out and walks into the house and doing some research. The director, that's kind of how this came to life. He had a writing exercise that he was just sticking with where he was writing about a girl who would constantly ignore just obvious red flags and what that could lead to. And eventually, you know, the inception of this movie came about and I loved it because it did feel like each beat and act was not like a, a sudden, it was kind of like a zag in a sense. A what? Um, like you know, zigzag, like, so everyone zigs, but then you zag. Have you not heard that term? No. And I'm pretty sure you've said it on the podcast and I've forgotten it. <laughs> Maybe, but, um, yeah, it would just take this turn and it stayed grounded to the story. I loved it. I, I loved everything about it. I loved how the music complemented it. I loved the use of humor throughout the movie to juxtapose the situation, like the horrific situation. Um, yeah, like those, I, we can get into it. I want to have like a back and forth dialogue, but that's really like, I was very impressed as an initial thoughts to this movie. I was really impressed. What about you? I really enjoyed the beginning, and then uh, introducing Justin Long was such a weird turn. It was. Like, I, if you'd gone to the bathroom. <laughs> this is not back. the movie to like yeah. watch in theaters. Go to the bathroom and come back. You you would probably walk out because you were like shit. Like wait, I thought it was theater seven. Yeah, I and. And Justin Long is so likable, in general. And in yeah. the obverse, Bill Skarsgård is Pennywise. So I was positive he was going to be part of the problem. Becky felt the same way. She was like, "He's so cute, but I'm pretty sure he's going to kill her." <laughs> yeah, and Justin Long was likable, and then I was like, "Oh, fuck," <laughs> and. Uh, he just kept getting worse. <laughs> he did. So I, I wanted to die so bad. I wanted to talk to you because there were some things that I. L so the Justin Long storyline. He is. I can't believe I'm blanking on his character's name. Is it? It's not Brandon. It's AJ. 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 So his character, AJ is accused and it seems like there are is accused and we get the backstory that this accusation is a completely accurate of where did brandon come from i don't know where brandon came oh brandon came from is i think that's his character's name in zach and mary i'm pretty sure that's his character's <laughs> name in zach and mary because i was looking through his like i was going to talk to you about like we can get into it but like that character probably going to get canceled for the same thing <laughs> yes um yeah so he's accused of raping his co-star and the turn of events is his management team breaks the news to him that the studio knows they are firing him, firing him off of some pilot that he had a big hand in creating. And he was a co-star? I thought he was the director. I No, I could have, maybe. No, I could have sworn that, I don't know, maybe I just took him as an actor. He was involved in some sense of it. I thought he was like an actor that was star you know like producer starring in it like i'm picking this project for myself in whatever sense 
there's the scene and my buddy Garrett sent me a text about this, the scene in the bar where he's talking with his buddy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Garrett was like, dude, the dialogue between them is so accurate and it's, and it's so loaded because he says like, whatever, whatever you say, man, I'm going to believe you, bro. I just need to hear it come from your mouth. And that is so loaded to the point of like, basically saying like, Hey man, free pass. You say whatever, like your version of the story, that's the truth. And that's obviously, as we know as a society, such a huge problem when it comes to believing victims and everything to that. And when Justin Long tells him, like, he doesn't say any, he just says, we fucked. And then when he, he's like, and I'm a, and he starts saying those words that just make you fucking cringe. I was persistent. You know, she just took some convinc- convincing, but you know me, I'm a, I'm a con- persistent motherfucker. And then she was down. She was so down. It's just like viewing him completely just trying to like bathe himself in this lie that he's the good guy, that he's still a good guy in his own story. And like, it's throughout the whole thing. He can't fathom that this would be happening to him. Not because, because like, he's like, there's no way I could do this. I didn't do it. Not like I didn't do this or this is something like wrong. Like he's just so like, I'm a hero. This isn't what happened. So when he, when he goes to the house and before that he's talking to what I would assume is his lawyer and his legal counsel. And they're like, why did you leave the state? You shouldn't leave the state. And then he's like, I'm sorry, am I going to get charged? And it's like, yeah, dude, you very, you got fired. It is out there. There is evidence. Yes. Someone can bring charges against you. Um, so all that said, it's like, how the fuck do does do we not want this guy just to walk into the house and get like completely murdered? And it's because it's Justin Long. There's still this like I think there's they they're smart enough to like not outright say both sides, but him just being his character, it starts leaking out what the truth actually is. Yeah. Um, putting that in the movie and it fitting and not being like a wait, why was that there? Did we need it? Fucking amazing because for me it paid off where. When he discovers all the videotapes and he watches one and he looks at the guy and he's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Both of them have done harm to women. One much more extreme to the other, but Justin Long is the action of rape is involved in both cases. And it's just crazy to me to see Justin Long like seeing a, a monster and thinking you're a monster. Like what the hell's wrong with you? When in reality, it's like it's a spectrum. That is the first side of the spectrum, and that is the furthest side. Um, yeah, man, it's I, I liked this movie. It was it was it's a great movie. Yeah, and that makes this monologue towards the end uh, a lot more poignant. The am I a bad guy mm-hmm. or am I a good guy? It's just having a rough turn, and it kind of implies he's going to be redeemed. The, and then it completely undercuts itself in a humorous and very angering way. I mean, angering, but it, it it felt it painted truth to the character. It's kind of the we do have the best intentions to try to change. Like we want deep down to change, and he did, I'm sure, deep down. But in reality, it's like sometimes people are who they are. Their true colors are their true colors, and his true colors was he's a dipshit. 
Yeah, but it was mostly there to show that Tess can see all the red flags and still ignore them and keeps giving him second chances. Yeah, because he bolted. Which, also, for a second there, I thought they were going to pull the Marvel where it was going to be him having that monologue, which was gorgeous in the sense of, like, great acting job by Justin Long. It was grounded for the character. I did believe the character might be, like, having such so much fear that he's reflecting. But I thought right after, the homeless guy was going to, like, say, like, a witty remark, and it was going to be the Mar- when Marvel, you know, they can't have a serious moment. They have to just, like, undercut it with a joke. I was about to say went and they kind of did. They they took at least a beat. They took a beat. Yeah, and I was about to say which Marvel character had this monologue before? <laughs> no, 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 no. They took a beat where he was like, "Look, you can't think that way or whatever. It doesn't matter." He he at least responded. The, Tony Stark get canceled. <laughs> he responded in the moment, and then he was like, "She's never been in here before." Crashes through. Rips his arm off, beats the shit out of him with the arm. Congrats. Mm-hmm. And Justin Long bolts, and she doesn't realize, oh, he doesn't, like, adrenaline kicks in for her, but, like, oh, he left me. Dude, that thing was a monster. There was no. Also, um, Justin Long's death, but satisfying? I thought so. Yeah. I mean, overdue, but yeah. Like I said, the music stuck out for me in one particular part which was when she finds the secret passageway and she decides to go in so she's looking and it's quiet and once she takes her first step down the hallway and the music starts i was just like god damn bravo like i was chills multiplying i was just so mad she kept making all the wrong decisions the whole movie i mean you were mad how can you imagine how becky was yelling at the screen that's that's who I was. We back here on the same page here. <laughs> sure. And I then know. I, the well, the opposite. I was like, Justin Long, keep going into the dark. <laughs> Be- my favorite, my favorite thing, is the pacing of her discovering the secret passageway, the room, and the dungeon, compared to Justin Long's. Where it's the what the oh, hell? Oh, sweet extra floor sweet space. Sweet extra floor space. Discovers the dungeon. Oh hell yeah, bitch! And amazing, like just fucking brilliant. Yeah, they just scummy landlord shit. Like, can I include this in the ad? Uh, you're not supposed to. I know I'm not supposed to, but can I? <laughs> it's also like to think about it. His character really wouldn't go down there, red flags wise, unless the incentive was fucking money. As he discovers more, it's not like I'm in danger. It's, oh hell yes, I'm. Not only am I going to win this lawsuit because he says to the guy, I'm also suing her for defam defamation, 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 defamation. defamation. So it's like, you know, he wants to be saying like, look, not only am I innocent, but I'm the victim. Piece of shit. Um, yeah, like. Brilliant use of humor and everything. Um, when he discovers the cages, like, what the fuck? Starts measuring out that little nook. It's... Um, I guess just to stay on Justin Long, um, have you seen on Twitter the reaction of people with Justin Long and considering him a scream queen because of this movie? I've enjoyed the concept. Yeah. Um, do you agree with the concept? 
how many horror movies do you think he's been in? So I'm not sure how many horror movies, but the four that they're pointing out, and someone said good horror movies, and I'm I'm like, ooh, that the word good, you're, <laughs> you're stretching that. But the I would say the four horror movies, regardless, that people are like grouping in are this movie, Barbarian, mm-hmm. Jeepers Creepers as the first one, mm-hmm. Drag Me to Hell, Drag Me to Hell, and then Tusk. Yeah, I was stuck in the three with Tusk. Yeah, um, and I I haven't seen Drag Me to Hell, I, 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 to be honest. Me neither. I'm a big Randy guy, so. You never studied. I know. I missed it. I missed that one. Tusk. Yeah, it's it. It's fine. I can finish it. The movie's not good. It's not. It. It. it it's what I hope Barbarian might have been. Um, Jeepers Creepers, absolutely, like without a doubt. I would say more the second one because that's where we do get to see like the aftermath of what happened to him for a, b- a brief stint. But yes, no, the first one he is. I don't know. He might be a new scream queen. Maybe I think one more. Tusk. I, Tusk feels like it's kind of getting forced in there. Like everyone loved the movie, and I remember like it not getting that much love or even I mean, cult following. How, how many movies did Jamie Lee Curtis get before she was a scream queen? So she had prom night, Halloween. Halloween was number one, though. I mean, do you think somebody was like, oh, look at the Scream Queen? No, no, no. I think it took maybe like either prom night or the fog. Wait, was, wasn't the fog before Halloween? Pretty sure Jamie Lee Curtis's first movie was Halloween. You no, know, no, I think you're right. You're right. Um, it, it's always, well, the thing about it is it is always retrospect. It was like she became the, probably the Scream Queen a little later. So Justin Long right, has right. had did, this career. Did, does does this term originate Jamie Lee Curtis? I would say Jamie Lee Curtis is the scream queen. Yeah, the only other one would be um oh what's her name from Psycho. Right, but she was in just that one one movie and like then then yeah it is there, Jamie there Lee were no Curtis. popular horror movies and Janet Lee is Jamie Lee Curtis's mother so like then yeah it's Jamie Lee Curtis. It's, I would say like I. No, not, 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 you, you misunderstand. I don't mean, who could we consider the first screen? I mean, literally, the first time anyone ever said the word right, was Scream it in, Queen. In conjunction with Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. I think. Maybe. If you know the answer, email us at emails at johnsmostlymoviepodcast.com. Yeah, instead of screaming at the both of us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're like, someone. someone's listening. I know the answer. Why can't they hear me? Yeah. Um, I think one more movie. I'm not ready. And in, I know that's weird to say because I haven't seen Drag Me to Hell, so it's like, how can I consider that one? But many people who I trust their spooky movie taste have seen it and consider it great in that. Like, consider it spooky. Certified spooky. Well, if he's got a Mount Rushmore of horror, you think he's good. But I wouldn't put Tusk into there. I, I don't even know if Tusk should be up in there. Yeah, I mean, it's not the movie doesn't. I mean, he does great as, as like. The, yeah, he's great. He's great. Yes, I, and I, I agree. Like he's great as the the protagonist we follow and going down all the series of unfortunate events. But if it was just that, yes. But there's more in that movie that just makes it weird and not grounded. What's or not even grounded? Like just not good. Um, 
one more. Give me like one more, and I'm in. I'm. I mean, I'm in. I'm. I'm in regardless because I like Justin Long, and I do think that his performances, yes, are scream queen worthy. I just want one more movie into it. He's probably the screamiest queen in Tusk. Mm-hmm. But he is. But, yeah, just I don't want to give him any leeway at all because I hated his character so much in this movie. <laughs> Everything with Bill Skarsgård was really good. I, his abrupt ending was. I, <laughs> I, I I felt bad for not believing that he was okay, and he still acted like a weirdo. But he he knew it. He pointed it out a couple times. So yeah. it's, I'm fine with that. I'll but, tell you this: watching it a second time, knowing it. Yeah, man, I, I feel guilty I ever judged. Because yeah. you look back and he, it's all genuine. If you look at it through the lens, everything is genuine. Like the, he, it's all potentially genuine. <laughs> he was fine. We didn't see him rape anybody, but that doesn't mean. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, also, uh, the homeless guy said... There's something even more dangerous yes. underneath there. And he met the decrepit old man that can't move a muscle. That was his more... I think That was something of, worse. That was just... Because, He's speaking philosophically to this poor lady. Yeah, I think a little bit. got to deal with the goddamn incest monster. Yeah, I think, like, in theory, yes, because this monster has maybe killed here and there, but this I was expecting there to be a brood of these things. All the monsters. I expected the man to have like some form of like super strength of some sort, like some weird, like monstery strength. But uh, I, I will say though the the explanation for how she comes about brilliant and simple. Him just saying like, you know, he. Who double booked this listing? So, okay, so that's the weird, that's the thing I was trying to figure out. Like, was the double booking purposeful to lure people? Um, or did, is it just shit? Or do they just do they just suck at their job? Also, the question I had is how from when she, when we cut from her encountering the monster to Justin Long's character, to mm-hmm. him arriving at the house, and he calls and he's like, you know, who the fuck's been here? Why isn't housekeeping come? And they're like, hey, we only get it ready at, right when someone books. Is it like been a couple weeks since like, are they implying that it's been a couple weeks? Like when they're like, it hasn't been rented in a couple weeks. Are they saying like the renter, the ones that rented are them? So it's a couple weeks or so. Or is it if, a couple days? If, if they booked Tess, it would have been a couple weeks. Yeah, man, that's tough. A couple weeks she's, down there in that dungeon. She's been living on breast milk. It's fucking disgusting. Yeah, but then again, it's... As someone who hates milk, like me, like just... Uh, even as somebody who likes milk, I wouldn't want to be in that situation. <laughs> just yeah. just want to let you know that. I just want you to know that if... Liking ever... milk has nothing to do with... Nick, <laughs> I just want you to know... Adding a star to this particular Yelp. I... It's for future if we find ourselves in the dungeon of an Airbnb that we rented with a monster treating us as her babies. Uh, just know I need you to take like one for the team for me and drink a little bit more milk so I don't have to because I'm going to vomit. Well, she has to watch you do it. 
I can hold it in my mouth like like chipmunk cheeks, but I'm going to spit it out. You better not do it in front of her. Yeah, that single gross hair in the bottle is maybe <laughs> one of the worst bits. Yeah, I also I feel weird. I feel bad for calling her a monster. She's she's so sympathetic. She is. It's it's I'm sorry. I don't know what to call her. And they call her the mother in the script. The mother. Really, the, mo- she the mother granddaughter. M- makes my stomach churn a little. Okay. I think the moral of this story is really just be diligent with your Airbnb bookings. Hey, we're glassing over the deal. All right, this the double booking only makes sense. He, him being decrepit, so the double booking only makes sense to get more people, more victims. They've, right. they've got to do this booking shit. But he obviously can't do that, and the mother can't do that. So who's doing it? Right. Fucking nobody. It, it very well also might be the... Bonnie, the one that he calls that's in charge of the property. Like, I love when he calls her. He's like, why are you being so calm about this? Um, it might just be her. I don't know. But how or why? I don't know. I don't have an answer. Zach Krieger, do you listen to John's Mostly Movie Podcast? If so, please at us. John underscore podcast on Twitter. Tofu rate it? Yeah. While other places... Wait, before I, I'll, I'll wait to do this thing. <laughs> What's a tofu? What's a, yeah, no. I'll, 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 I just meant like, do you want a tofu rate it and then I'll do the bit. No. Yeah, I, we, we got to do the bit before the tofu rating. Here at John's Mostly Movie Podcast, we rate movies... No, that's not how. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's give our rating. Other places... Rate their movies by stars. Here at John's Mostly Movie Podcast, we rate it by the star of our show, My Dog Tofu. We give the tofu rating. Nick, I'm going to let you go first on this one. Barbarian. Okay, also, it's star of our household. Do you want me to redo the bit? I'll do redo the bit. Okay. No, no I mean, you've, we've, you've only said household like five times. <laughs> the first five, and that's it. Has it always then just been show? Yeah, because now you're implying that he's a bigger star than I am. Do you want me to put him back down to household? I'll put him back down to household. I'm sorry. I didn't mean just, for him to just, like just interrupt For the him. record, it's always bothered me when you, you switch the part of the show. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to redo it. No, no. It's good. Just, I just, this is for posterity. I'm keeping this in. <laughs> yeah, well, fucking our, our listeners are going to like Toph more than me. I'm, I'm going to be Justin Long at the end of this episode. <laughs> no. No head splitting. <laughs> yeah. Um, only one viewing. I liked it, but it's very divisive in terms of my momentary enjoyment in any given time. In the sh- So I, I'm going to say three. Three tofus. But that could, that could bump up or down depending on my next viewing of it, which I, I definitely will watch it again, just not immediately soon. Wow. Um, I loved it. I said everything that I loved about it, and I'm going to hold to it. This is a five tofu movie for me. This is getting... Five? This is five. 
and and to your citizen Kane. I mean, this this is certified good boy status. Um, I, I would say anything three and above, or three and a half and above, is like a certified good boy status. Um, five right now, very well, very well could go down to four and a half, but like it's holding strong even after a second viewing. There are things that I enjoyed, I still enjoyed even knowing that they were coming, and being able to just focus on other little things now that I wasn't focusing on the story, I really enjoyed it as well. Um, no. Yeah. Maybe little plot points that I wouldn't mind knowing, just out of curiosity a little more of, but yeah. It being the booking and the decrepit man. But yeah. The end of the last episode we were talking, we said we were going to do Barbarian, and here we are, you know, sticking to our word. Uh, but you also mes- m- uh, mentioned Cabinet of Curiosity. Which uh, you watched, right? Cabinet of Curiosities is a show that I've always wanted to make. In this anthology, we gave ownership of each episode to the directors. Action! Each of the episodes has a whole world. They present you with different delights. Some are savory, some are sweet. You get a surprise from each of the bites. Um, how is it? Ugh. I'm sorry. I, I, I got my COVID booster. and all You had time the- to watch Barbarian twice. <sighs> that was before the booster. And that's because, like, okay, Nick, you have to know when it comes to scary movies and Becky being interested, it just doesn't happen. And somehow stars aligned, and I was able to convince her to have just an inch of, uh, I know, I deserve that. For people not, not seeing Nick showing me the bird, the word, bird, bird is the word. But yeah, yeah, man, I'm sorry. But it happened before the booster shot. Um, did you watch it? Yeah, I watched it. How many have you seen? I've seen five episodes. How many are there? Eight? Eight. Eight. Yeah. Okay, so five out of eight, majority. How is it? It's excellent. How, how long are each ones? Uh, they're all been an hour. The second one's 35, 38 minutes. Is there, because it very much, the way it was presented, felt like a little bit of a Alfred Hitchcock Presents but Gilmer de Toro, does he have any sort of like introducing the piece that we're about yeah, to go he, into? Yeah, he comes out, he's, he gets to play with that badass cabinet, and then he pulls out an item and then a carved figurine of each director. That's awesome. Yeah, just I feel like he always grabs the wrong item. <laughs> yeah, because there's one where... With like a magic cream that a lady orders off watching TV, and instead of having a jar of the cream, wait, do I need a spoiler alert? It, yeah, spoiler alert. It, instead of the cream, he's he's got her TV remote. <laughs> and the TV does come up in in the episode, but like not a lot of remote stuff. So like it's, and you're like the cream could have been a lot better. Do, yeah. do you see the cream? Like, is the cream an option? No, we just see his cabinet. 
Got it. And so, and so he like presses the button and like uh, a hidden compartment pops out and then he's got the thing now. Oh. Okay. All right. You know what? I'll make you a deal. I'm, I'm going to watch it and we'll talk about it next time. I know it's going to be November, but... We're extending spooky season? We're extending spooky season, okay? We're extending spooky season. There's not... who. I, I, I doubt people are going to... What? Or is there a, a movie about the fall pumpkin spice lattes that you were really like wanting to jump on? Which, by the way, I've had like five this week. They are delicious. Um, oat milk, by the way. We could finally get around to what, talking about Andor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll do there's that. There's a prison break episode that I need to watch. Did you say there's a prison break episode you need to watch? Yeah. I'm sorry. I just, I didn't know what year we were recording this podcast for a second. It is an episode of Andor with the prison break in it. Oh, I thought you were talking about the show Prison Break. No one's talking about the show Prison Break. Not anymore. <laughs> All right, Nick, before I let you go, uh, what are you going to be watching? What's on your... Cabinet of Curiosity, Oh, God obviously. damn it. I know. I'm going to watch it, too. It's on mine. Yeah, then I've got an Andor to watch, and I've actually spent a lot of my time playing the video game Outer Worlds. Ooh, how is that? Because I've been interested in that one. Uh, It's great. There's a lot of sci-fi horror stuff in it, too, so it's still scratching the itch. I am... I jumped on the Call of Duty bandwagon. Um, I knew you would. Yeah, it's just something that was definitely there. Um, What else have I been... Uh, Cabin of Curiosity is good, obviously going to be the first thing I watch. Duh. Like, there's nothing else on it. And Andor. See, I don't even know why I'm thinking about what I'm watching. It's clearly chosen. See? Maybe Phantasm tonight, though. I, st- I-, I still want to try to get it in before Halloween. Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! Spooky! <laughs>